You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, World Wide Web? It's Brandon. And this is Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're also drinking bourbon. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Ah, nice. Ah. Mm, ooh, smells good. It smells. Ah. Tastes even better. Wow. What you is know that? what that is? What is that? That, my friend, is Four Roses Small Batch. Ooh, is that the, the next step up from the yellow label, huh? That's right. So as ooh. you guys know, we're in the midst of... Bourbon, bourbon Heritage, Heritage Month yep. here in September. And last week on the show, we had Bourbon Dan, who was, what a great guy he was. Fantastic. Wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And he told us all about bourbon, and so we're continuing that vibe today. And I'll tell you what, the Four Roses Small Batch is mm. Mm, tasty. It says a symphony of sweet, fruity aromas and rich, spicy flavors. Love it. Like it. All Amazing. Right. So cool. we are bringing you awesome content and great stuff for Bourbon Heritage Month. And mm-hmm. we have something great for you today. What do we have for them today? You know what we have, Alex? What do we have? We have for them, during this month, this special show, mm-hmm. our first ever international Whoa. podcast. International? International. Across the waters. On the Skype machine. Skype machine. Can we say Skype? We're not allowed to say well, Skype. Well, you said Skype machine. So on the computer machine. <laughs> on the computer machine. Skype, uh, call us. We'll talk about endorsements. Uh, but we yeah. have on the computer machine linked up all the way from Auckland, New Zealand. Whoa. I think I got that right. New Zealand. Yeah. Our guys from Whipster, nice. the video review company. Yes. Fantastic. So let's, uh, let's, Love it. let's push some, some buttons here. Boop, 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 boop. I think you need a. Uh... There you go. Yep. Uh, hey, guys, are you there? Come in, come in. Hey. This is New Zealand. Nice. Oh, there he is. Boys, what's happening? How's it going? So, oh, it's good down here. Nice. So, for our listeners, tell us who we're talking to now. Hey, so this is Rollo Wenlock. I'm the CEO, co-founder of Whipster, a video review platform used by video makers all over the world. That's right. Absolutely. And you know what? We are some of those video makers ourselves. We 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 use it. You are the guys. Yeah, you are the guys. And yeah, and and you and you made the coolest film, showing (laughs) how cool you guys are. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Products and and your. I mean that office. That office <laughs> it's made me so jealous. Epic. All the sunshine <laughs> coming so in. Jealous. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a lot of fun. The guys back at Leap Frame, we had a good time doing that, and uh, it was fun to, to partner on that, man. And we're so glad to have you on the show, buddy. Well, thanks for having me, man. This is really cool. <laughs> so this show's pretty simple, man. It's filmmakers. We love to drink bourbon. Uh, do you guys mm-hmm. drink bourbon in New Zealand? We do. We do. You know what? Ooh. It's 8 o'clock in the morning here in the South Pacific, but you know what? It's winter. Oh, so, nice. so you need to warm up. The espresso. Bourbon in the espresso. I've got a little shot of espresso here and a little bourbon on top. Nice. They call that so, a New Zealand coffee? It's, yeah, that's just, that's just what you call a New Zealand coffee. <laughs> bourbon and espresso. <laughs> Even children have it. So. That's, ah. that's wonderful. Well, you know, one of the cool things and, and probably one of the key key reasons you're on the show is, um, well, we were early adapters. The, 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 my crew over at LeapFrame were early adapters with, with Webster, and we, we got on board right away, started using and started having a dialogue with you guys. You guys are great with feeding back with your 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 customers. Mm-hmm. And then it was really cool because we ended up meeting you guys in person at NAB. And so it just kind of became this sort of natural friendship. So um, That's right. w- what is it about Whipster that, that creates that sense of community? Because beyond just obviously, uh, you know, LeapFrame, you guys seem to, to foster that sort of relationship with with a lot of your your customers, and you guys even have created a, a a Facebook channel for people that use Whipster. 
Tell us a little bit about who Whipster is, what you guys are doing, and talk about that sense of community. Yeah, absolutely. So the thing about Whipster is is that I I personally come from a background of making films for over 15 years. Uh, Ever since I was a a teenager, I was doing stop frame animation in the garage with 8mm. Going all the way through school, I was doing docos instead of essays for, for English all the way through to, to, to working at TV stations, making music videos for The Prodigy, TV commercials, what? and then films that go to festivals. And then and then it was just this thing of going, oh my God, there's this gap where every time I try and work with someone or try and work, work with a client, there's no fantastic, simple, easy to use, joyful product where we can work together while the video is being made. So we just started to build it. And through coming from the community of filmmakers, and then making a filmmaking product, it just makes absolute sense that you would try and bring everyone in. You try and bring this group of people. So now we've got mm. people who make videos and films and TV commercials from over 120 countries, all using the same product, talking about it, and then going forward into the future is that we're going to build that community more and more and more. So that because I really love the idea that you 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 can have these creative people who are working sometimes working alone inside companies making these videos, but who want to share it while it's being made with other people from across the world who can help them get it to the next level. Yeah. So the, commu- the community has started now because we're in the early stages of the product. We need feedback. We need people to tell us what's wrong with it, what's cool with it. But in the future, we want everyone to be creative together and help each other elevate their work. And, uh, and so really that's why we're building this, 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 this community. It's like a, uh, like a, like a, a, a help group, if you will. Yeah. It so everyone's together awesome. feeling good. <laughs> definitely the case. And, and I really appreciated yeah. you guys. I mean, everybody on your team at NAB, you guys were constantly asking us and those around and, and those people going through your booth, you know, w- what do you like about it? What don't you like about it? What do you want? What do you want to, what, what's going to make it better? And yeah. I, I yeah. think that's really cool that you guys have that mindset. Mm. Oh, it, it, it just has to be the way because we're not, we're not building like a thing for ourselves. We're, we're, we're just building a, a product and, and a community for everyone else. So if it's not going to fit, then really there's no point in doing no it. No point, so exactly. So feedback l- is everything. Well, let's jump into some specifics for the listeners. Some people know what you guys are doing, and you've kind of given us an overview, but let's give us, I guess, more of a hands-on sort of walkthrough. I'm a, let's sure. say I'm a client, and you just made mm-hmm. a, a video for me. I, I'm a corporate client, and I say, mm-hmm. hey, Rolo, uh, did you get our, our rough cut up yet? Um and how would you walk a client through how to use this product and what makes it a, a game changer with, with with these sort of interactions? Sure thing. Okay, so the game changing bit, and this is the bit that I was keen on when I was a film, filmmaker, is this really, really simple idea. So the, the corporate client goes, dude, where's the edit? We want to have a look at it. And you go, okay, great. I've uploaded it to Whip, Whipster. I've invited you and the other three people in your company that have to have a look at it. You will receive a bespoke link in an email. So you just receive an email with a button that says play. You click it. The video opens. No logging in, no passwords. They're in the video. And then as soon as they're watching the video, they can click anywhere on top of it. And the video becomes the canvas for conversation. They click anywhere on top of the video and make a comment about that thing. So they say this graphic is spelled wrong. This shot's too long. Whatever it is. And they can all make these comments together in real time on top of the video and get that review done in minutes, not days. And and the really fun thing for them is that it's really easy to use. There's no learning. They just do the comments, they shut the window and it's done. But they can all do it together so they can see what everyone else is saying. There's no hidden email chains. And they can also agree or disagree on each other's comments because they become threaded conversations. And And by the end of a few reviews, Everyone who's getting the video made for them feels happy. The people who are making the video feel like they really understand what they want. 
and together they hit a creative place which is much higher than it was when the review was really painful. So really the, the overarching thing is that we, we create a joyful experience around review which used to be friction-filled and horrible mm. and it means that the video gets elevated and that's really, that's really what we're trying to create just with the review today but in the future with a lot of other stuff. Yeah, and awesome. uh, so far it's working. Yeah, well, and it's great. And you know, we just used. I actually just got out of a session uh, using it where the the feedback was all there. And what's great about it from the from the uh, on the post side of things is once you see their comments, you can just click the check mark saying I've addressed that, and mm-hmm. it lets them That's know it. you've addressed it. It lets you know that you haven't forgotten anything. And what, it's really a lot like I try to tell people who've never used it. I said it's like you're in the studio pointing at the screen. And yeah, so it's like it. they're in the room together. So it's like everybody's in the room together, like the old days, right? Mad, super, the Mad Men days. Supervised edit. Yeah, yeah, back in the Mad Men days when everybody sat around and drank bourbon and <laughs> pointed at the screen and said, stop there. And yeah. then they commented and they, they talked about it. Well, you know, we live in a fast world now where things are moving. And yeah. a lot of times people are reviewing this stuff maybe on their phone at the airport. You know, you guys have yeah. enabled the the mobile uh, Whipster that allows mm-hmm. you to make reviews right from your mobile phone. And that's what a lot of clients are doing. And so... The fact that this thing is able to create that moment of being in the session together is priceless to me, and I know that's what what we really dig about it. Um, yeah. And so we're excited about about what you guys are doing. And you know, you alluded a little bit to the future. Is there mm-hmm. anything you can tell us? Anything um, on our show? We like to talk about several things. One of them is, what are you excited about? Is there anything mm-hmm. that you can tease us with today on where okay. this is going? I can give you a little teaser, just a little something. And this is some stuff that we've been thinking about and uh, designing for about a year now. And it's really, if you think about what, what our product is at the moment, it's, it's post-edit but pre, uh, pre-hosting, if you know what I mean. So you've come out of the edit suite, you're now getting a review done, but it's pre-the video going out to the audience. It's not online, it's not on TV. Correct. And we're expanding our product to go one step to the left into the edit and one step to the right into the hosting and the playback out Ooh. there and what tying together. Yeah. Well, exactly. And it ties together all the way from the front end, what is the brief, what are you trying to achieve, all the way to the back end, did the video achieve what you what you went for? Mm. Wow. From the so, point of it yeah. being in the audience. So yeah. clearly you can't give away too much, but like I, I, are you going to go as far? Is this like going to be an, a Vimeo competitor coming out of this thing? Or, <laughs> you know, like is this uh, yeah. maybe? It, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's going to be some partnerships. Maybe there is yeah. going to be some some really crazy integrations. Maybe wow. there is going to be some new stuff built that you haven't seen before. Wow! So there's there's going to be. I mean, I, I like that. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to feel like all the way from having an idea for a video. Yep. And then actually putting it in front of an audience and seeing how they react. Yeah. That whole experience is going to happen in one place. So on the wow. pre-production end of things, you know, I don't know if you're going to incorporate this into it, but at me and Alex all the time at the beginning of a project or, you know, he's wanting to see boards and we're making notes and he's got, mm-hmm. you know, I'm asking him, hey, you know, what do you think on camera and gear? And, you know, we've got a producer who's trying to pull it all together with numbers. Are mm-hmm. You think those type of things might be what you mean when you say to the left? Um, s- sort of, sort of. What I mean by to the to the left is that if you if you think about the core value of our product is it's people reviewing video based on what they think it should be doing. 
So we're going to give you more and more tools to be able to figure out what the video should be doing from the very, very start. Mm. Ideas around how do you build the brief out for the, for the client? Well, how does the client build out the brief for the video maker? And then how does the video maker tie together their treatment of what they want to do based on that brief? And then how closely aligned to the brief is the first edit, is the fourth edit? And then when the video is live and it's out there, how closely aligned is it in terms of the viewership, the calls to action, the conversion rates, how closely is that aligned to the original objectives? Wow. So it's much yeah. more, it's much more like a video in business, a video is a product and it yep. has a job and it needs to do something and it needs an ROI. And we're gonna enable it all the way from conception to final playback. We're gonna say, this is the ROI on that video. It costs this much, you made this much money. Yeah, I mean that helps a ton because a lot of the times the whole goal or objective gets lost along the way. Oh, so yeah. sometimes yeah. you'll you'll start out and say, Hey, we want it to look like Batman and it ends up looking like Sesame Street, but it still gets a good response. But that yeah. will allow it to kind of, you know, stay on the same track all the way through. Stay on the track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's really, it's really, it's really looking at a business video as a as a very specific type of product. Yeah. Not not so much a short film. I mean, a short film can meander and change and you're trying to figure out the emotion of it. But For really sure. when it's a business film, it's got a job to do. Yeah, but you've already sold the client on the on the idea, so it's got to stick yeah. to it. Exactly. And the client is already sold on the idea that they're going to make a video for this outcome. Yeah, you know, for exactly. them, it's a, it's a business outcome. It's not a creative outcome. But the creative outcome creates the business outcome, mm. um, which, which ties directly to our mantra, which is um, if you're not entertaining, you're not, not allowed to educate, which is, which <laughs> ah, is nice. tied, tied directly <laughs> to death, the death of corporate video. We're saying, mm. we're saying you're going to die, corporate video. You're out mm. the door. And in comes... Business movie. I, I think that's uh, nice. pretty much along the same yeah. exact lines of Brandon's thinking. He yeah. wants to make brand films and brand a, documentaries instead of just a that's a exactly it. head. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. I mean, if you if you as a company um, that is trying to use video to, to to do any sort of business, if you're not thinking entertainment first, mm. you're not even going to get the audience to care. No. You know. Yeah. So you make something entertaining. Oh, that's the. Oh, there it is. can be there is. it can be anything. It can be very deep, dramatic, emotional documentary, which is entertaining, but it's giving you the education. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And speaking awesome. of entertaining, the other yeah. thing we always push towards in the show is what are you guys watching yeah. over there? What you're, entertains you're, you? You're on an you're on an <laughs> island, okay? Like yeah. do you yeah. even do you get do you have cable? Do you got dial up? Can you get can you get we, these visual images? Do you know what House of Cards is? Do you know about narcos? We, We've got absolutely nothing. We're, I mean, I, I've just got this old wired up phone. Nice. I'm in a shed. I'm in a shed down by the whaling truck. You know, I'm having a tough time even hearing you guys. Uh, <laughs> just scratching. So, uh, so what do you get us, guys? Get us hip uh, to what yeah. what you guys did, you know in the shop over there. What are you guys watching? What are you guys talking about? Well, there's 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 a range of things now. The guys really love Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, okay. They're they're all up in that business. Brandon and, loves and I, robes. <laughs> I, I, I hate Rolo. I hate robes. We actually have an episode called uh, "What's Something Robes." It's called like "Take Off Your Robe." Take off your robe, yeah, and it, basically, it's just me ranting about how much I can't stand robes. <laughs> <laughs> but you you can't even do a. Like a bathrobe? You, you, you I, can't even... I don't know, man. He's, Just, I think he's talking about the it's like, extravagant. Like, like I can't yeah. watch Lord of the Rings. Basically, any yeah. film that's ever been shot on your country, I can't watch. Like the you know, 
Lord of the Rings, like wizardry oh, and all man. that crap. Oh, man. That, I wizard, love it. Wizardry. No one likes it. Like, that's really strange. Like, the, See, I love the it. Huge, yeah. The hugest films that come out of here is Lord, Lord of the Rings, and it's all about the landscape and yep. orcs and all those, all those dicks. <laughs> yep. And no one likes it over here. <laughs> really? It yeah. doesn't do well in New Zealand? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure pe- people pay and go and have a look, but nobody really, nobody huh. really cares about it. It's what? like, oh, it's just a bit nerdy. So, what are you yeah. guys into more of? Like the the real life, the cop dramas, the stuff like that. No, it's the sort of this quite it's quite a big movement towards the art house films. So, mm. people like Michael Haneke's work, you know. Okay. There's there's uh there's you know the the white rib- ribbon did really well over here. You know films like that. Mm. Um, I mean, of course, all the all the great um, American comedies that come out, they all come over here. Um, you know, we get pretty much, I, I think, the same distribution as America. Yeah. Because uh, I just spent a few months in San Francisco, and the films were very, very similar hmm. in terms of the ones that I knew were showing over in, in, in Z. So I think yeah. the the Western world has homogenized. You know, we're all kind of wa- watching the same stuff. But um, but on a personal level, my, my, my partner, Gemma, she's just been watching The West Wing. Like, she's gone way back oh, to the wow. early, nice. early 2000s. And I'm yeah. like, damn, that show, that show is slow. Yeah, she's she's trying to get me involved with that, and I I literally fall asleep every episode. Yeah, I I I actually can't keep awake. Do you? So so speaking of the slow political things, do you have you guys watched uh, House of Cards? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a little little different. I'd say a little more dramatic and faster paced. Yeah, it's a little more. It's got a little bit a little bit more energy to it. You know, like the Mm -hmm. the West Wing. I think I feel like the West Wing is trying to fill space. You know, each episode's got about (laughs) five minutes. Five yeah. minutes of drama, and they drag it out to forty-five minutes. Oh, That's for sure, awesome. CSR. Is there um, is there anything you mentioned? Uh, was it the the white white ribbon? White ribbon. Mm-hmm. So was that a was that a New Zealand film? Is there any films that are native uh, or native filmmakers that you can get us hip to? Um, oh, yeah. So our you know our audience is is global, probably heavy on the United States side. But mm-hmm. when we look at our numbers on uh, SoundCloud, we're getting people from. The Middle East. We're getting people from Australia. We're getting nice. you know Asia. Diversity. So we've got a diverse audience, but um, mm-hmm. for the most part, probably our a large portion of our audience might not be hip to anything that's happening on a micro level in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So is there anything yeah. cool happening there that we should know about? Oh, there is. There is. So, do you guys know about a TV show called Flight of the Concords? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's two of the coolest guys from NZ have made that show. Brilliant. In New York, Comedy. and then yeah. one of the guys. In that show, he has now starred in a film directed by New Zealand, probably New Zealand's best director, called Taika Waititi. And Taika's made a film called What We Do in the Shadows. Mm. Have you guys I've, heard of that? I've heard that's of it, just, yeah. That's just had a general release in America. And I haven't in a seen it, way, but I've heard it's of like it. It's yeah. like a low-budget low film. But it is like the funniest film. It's a mockumentary about some about some vampires who, <sighs> uh, who are living together in a flat. Like, you know, they're all in the same apartment. Oh, my gosh. And uh, and they're 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 just trying to get by. And there's vampires from a thousand years ago, from two hundred years ago, hundred years ago, and then there's a new vampire that's just been made. And it's just this like the stupid comedy <laughs> set in this uh. flat where they where they they're, they're trying to figure out whose turn it is to do the dishes. You know, somebody's at the door, and and like they're flying around, they're turning into bats, and it is just the funniest thing you've ever seen. That's awesome. Yeah, I love, I love Flight of the Concord. So it's the same kind of comedy. That's that's my. It's deal. got the yeah. same. Yeah, it's got the same type of comedy. I mean, NZ has this type of comedy. New New Zealand has this type type of comedy, which is uh, which is very sarcastic, very self depreciating. Yeah, and it's kind of dry and a bit dark, right? Oh, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit like the island. <laughs> yes, so, that's great. And so, 
And so, you know, if you're into all that stuff, you know, if you're into Monty Python and all those all those guys, it's it's got some of that going on. It's pretty funny. We'll That's have to cool, check that man. out. We should throw that trailer up on uh, up on the FTB.podcast.com. Yeah, we'll throw up yeah. some of those links. Yeah. Hey, d- do me a favor, Roland. Send send over uh, like just maybe a one sheet with some of those links, and we'll we'll get our audience hip and yeah. uh, oh for sure yeah and, and start spreading the word. Uh, so, yeah. what about um what's what's trending? You know, what are the things you're hearing? You you have a you now have a very large ear with Whipster, and you're hearing a lot of stuff from a lot of mm-hmm. filmmakers. Um, yeah. What are the things you're hearing? What are people talking about? You know, everything from workflow to gear to mm-hmm. what they're excited about. You know, is there anything that you see? Do you see any trends that are like, hey, here's the things we're hearing from people? Oh yeah, big big time. Now I've I've got I've got a few. Some of them are going to be controversial, but uh, mm-hmm. I think you're going to enjoy it. We so, like controversy over here. So. <laughs> controversial is good. By right. So the top one, the top one that I'm hearing from people is that uh, image quality is now becoming irrelevant, and that's. Ooh. A controversial one. I like so it. So, what I mean by that is that um, if you if you're going to shoot anything uh, on a phone or on a really old VHS camera or anything like like that, if you're going to do it on Vine, mm-hmm. that doesn't the quality of the picture doesn't matter so much anymore. This this big obsession we had of like trying to get cinematic quality, trying trying to take a DSLR and and try and crank it so it can turn into video in the early 2000s. We've kind of gone, we've jumped the shark, as they say. You know, mm. we've now got ridiculous 8K cameras coming out, 16K cameras. The new iPhone can shoot 4K. Wait a second, wait Saw a second. That. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What does jump the shack mean? Shark. Shark. Oh, jump, I've never heard that. Shark. shark. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a saying. It's when, it's when you, you know when. You heard it? Yeah, oh yeah. I thought yeah. you said jump the shack, and I was like, what the <laughs> hell does that mean? <laughs> That would be awesome. Yeah, so we've jumped the shack. <laughs> I love that saying. That's how I'm going to say it. You should say for now, yeah. You should say it's a USA saying now. It's a, yeah. it's a Cincinnati, Kentucky thing. It's a Cincinnati jump the shack. Yeah. Uh, jump the shark, we on. jump the shack. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, the iPhone's pumping out 4K. Everything's 4K. We have an inside joke at the shop where... Everything's 4K. So you yeah. know, you go to lunch and you're like, uh, "Is that is that hamburger 4K?" <laughs> <laughs> because you know, you were at NAB. Everything in NAB was like 4K, oh, 8K, yeah. 12K. Yeah. Like, just throw a K on the end of it, it's and it's insane. fine. It's getting insane. Yeah. Yep. And 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 the thing that I'm hearing is that is it really like on the ground level where the cash is being made, like clients paying for shit to happen, mm-hmm. no one cares. Like, no one really cares. It's all about the story. It's a, it's a yeah. buzzword. It's a buzzword, but really. If it's compressed all the way down and it's being put on Vine or it's, it's getting compressed all the way down put on YouTube, nobody really cares if it was shot in 4K. The really big thing that we're now hearing, and this is what all the clients are raving about and trying to, trying to get going on, is that they're saying, what is the concept behind the video? Yeah. And then what is the story? And they're saying, if a non-client of mine, if somebody who doesn't give a shit about what we're selling watches this video and has a good time, that video is successful. Absolutely. That's that's the whole thing of entertain first, educate second. So image quality is out the door. Um, we're hearing that audio quality, original music is becoming really big. Like people really want high quality audio and they really want original music. So yeah. even just library music is not cutting it anymore. People, people, people want to get that guy with his guitar mm-hmm. in the studio and make something original for them. Yeah, and which it's is not, re- not jingles or anything, just original nice music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a really cool place to be because I know that it seems like you know I, I actually studied and started out in audio and graduated like uh, two thousand two, mm. right nice. when uh, Napster dropped and the audio industry just kind of like freaked out. Nose they out. didn't know what to yeah. do. 
they hadn't figured out the streaming aspect and all that jazz. And so for the longest time, it just became like, you know, canned music, as cheap as you could do it. Like everybody was scrambling to like find out how to even make this thing work. But mm. now it's really starting to, to come back and people are realizing, you know, you know, we can stream, we can license, we can do all these things and we can record cheap. So therefore we can create, you know, interesting original content. And so um, I love it because I love, you know, I wish I could have an original score for everything. Um, mm. we, yeah, use, yeah. Um, we use Audio Network a lot and they, they put out some decent tracks and um, actually Constantly updated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so anyway, I, I love that trend. And so, you know, hopefully that continues and, you know, we start to see every project becoming more and more and more original and more interesting and more creative. Mm. Yeah, nice. I mean, that's, that's, that's really all. That's really all that has to happen is that people need to come to terms with the idea that corporate videos don't work and that you just need to make entertainment. And, and the companies that pump out tons and tons of just short form entertainment with a message, they're going to be the ones that absolutely kill it. And they're going to kill their competition who don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because true. Because that's, that's all people want. I mean, when you look at the rise of video playback on Facebook, it's like it's already outstripped YouTube. The engagement is way way higher, and it's all video. It's just video playback. Yep. So if you don't have it, you just you're not going to be seen. Yeah, you need it. You need it nowadays. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, speaking you, of the whole, you need a lot of yeah. Speaking of the whole music thing, well, I don't know why mm. I want to get off on this tangent, but the originality. Something that strikes me now is that films are starting to use more electronic music than mm-hmm. scored classical music. Have you seen this, Brandon? Well, I like mean, the old Fincher stuff yeah. using. Well, Lesnar. I mean, it, yeah, it's I don't know why I wanted to bring. Well, this it's up, definitely but. a, it's definitely a trend in. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's still scored, right? I mean, it's you know that Brian Eno. You know, if you go to the Brian yeah. Eno sort of thing, like you're, you know, mm-hmm. it's very electronic. Yeah. And um, actually, there was a guy uh, who we're going down a rabbit hole now. But <laughs> on NPR, I heard a story about a guy who just composed this like uh, eight hour long symphony. Uh, electronic oh, music that yeah. was designed for you to listen to while you sleep. Uh-huh. And wow. uh, he launched it in Germany. There was a symphony hall in the round with cots. People within the people were, were there. They were allowed to fall asleep. And this composer's whole like hypothesis and his thesis was if they get to the end and there's no applause, he has succeeded. Hmm. Um, so, and it was all electronic, you know, sort of based with, you know, different sine waves and different tones or whatnot, but, um, I don't know where we're going with that. I have no idea. That's the anyway. bourbon. That's that the, sounds, that sounds great. I just though. wanted to bring yeah. up the whole originality thing, but yeah, so yeah. The, well, using that in corporate yeah. world. Well, Rollo, yeah. what are your, you know, what do you, what, what's on your mind? What are your thoughts? What are the things you want to know? From us, we're, we have people we talk to all the time. We have mm-hmm. guests on the show. We drink a lot of bourbon. <laughs> Anything yeah. that the, uh, you know, What's your point of view? Well, what I what I always love to figure out from from people is is what what is what is a workflow like? Talk, can mm. you guys talk to me about work workflow a bit? You know, like you've yeah. you've you've got a ton of great clients. Talk me through talk me through how you go from getting that client all the way through to the point of their their videos are up online and the audiences are loving it. How do you deal with the whole workflow with those with those guys? Oh, such a good question. This is a so, brain and realm. So yeah. from my from my point of view, so Alex is a director of photography. I usually, uh, you know, he's usually getting a call from me, not the other way around. Every now and again, he'll he'll somebody he'll have a project that's beyond his scope, and he'll say, "Hey, why don't you call the guys over at LeapFrame?" Um, mm-hmm. But typically, typically, there's multiple things. So I I deal with it as a director and sort of running my small production company. 
from different angles. So there's clients that we work with directly, and they don't they don't work with an agency. They work directly with LeapFrame, and so we basically handle that that project from the inception to delivery. Mm-hmm. On those projects, it is um, it's very much a what we call a boutique experience. I mean, they're working directly with me, the director, directly with Ryan Wolfolk, our animator. And, you know, we're typically, you know, either writing the scripts or creating the concepts or bringing people alongside us to do that. And, you know, creating the content, you know, whether it's, you know, animation or, or filming and then, uh, you know, doing the post and then doing the delivery. So that workflow, um, a lot of times, in my opinion, works really smoothly because you eliminate a lot of the, the people in between. You're... Mm. You're direct from the source. And so I think in general, the closer you can get to being directly to the source of the creative, the better the creative integrity can be held. So to mm. your point earlier about you know how Whipster is going to be expanding, I think that a lot of times when you get into agency world, you start to have you know project managers and you know coordinators and traffic and you know media buyers and all this sort of stuff. Too the next thing cooks. you know, you have mm-hmm. too many cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. To whereas if if you're the client and you express your desire or your vision to me as the director, uh, that is a it's kind of like the old game of telephone. I don't know if you uh, played that over there mm-hmm. in New Zealand growing up, but uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of a uh, uh, I think a universal game of you know if you tell me something and then I tell somebody else and then all of a sudden it gets passed around a chain of it's twenty to thirty people. Diluted. The end message yeah, yeah, yeah. is always going to be different. Uh, but if if you just tell me something, then it's pretty much going to be accurate. And so I think that's the same way with production. When you're working with, directly with a client, uh, right with a director or with an editor or an animator, it's a lot easier to get from point A to point B without losing the the heart or the soul mm-hmm. of, the, of the creative. Now, mm-hmm. we also work with agencies. And when we work with agencies, that's where a lot of times the vision can get lost in the process sometimes because, you know, you're dealing with multiple people. You have an account coordinator who's got to, you know, you know, manage the account. You have the person who sold the account, you know, the person who's the developing of new business who then hands it to the account coordinator. And then the account coordinator hands it to the creative director who then builds his team. And then he hands it to that team. And Crazy. then they potentially yeah. sub out production. And so... The person who's their you know production manager works with the production company. Then if it's a big shoot, the production company is you know hiring a bunch of freelancers, and so now everybody from the gaffers and the grips and the DPs are all you know they're you, you, right now we're at a you know thirty person team to do this one thing. So mm-hmm. um, I think in general, I would say when it comes to workflow, the the more people you can pull out of the equation and keep it as a direct message. The better mm-hmm. it is, and the better the creative result is, per what the ask was. Does that make yeah. sense? Well, the more, oh, yeah. Re- yeah, the more uh, perfect. What's the word I'm looking for? Equal to the original intent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Cut out and the so, slack. Yeah. So, so if I was to then then switch that question over to something new, there's this big movement of big companies, um, and we we have a few of them as clients. A big move for them to have teams that work internally. On all of their own video, uh-huh. and they have, you know, they have their own. Uh, essentially, they have their own production company. Inside hey, Dave, company. can you go ahead and cut him off the show right now? We're uh, <laughs> we're uh, <laughs> we don't do internal anymore. Uh, we're done with we're done with these guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm done. <laughs> no, just kidding, man. Uh, no, so it's, I, it's, a, it's it's a movement, but but yes. I mean, you know, we, we we have to know that this is happening, um, and it, it's not taking up all of the all of the video out there. But there is there is a movement towards this. Well, typically so, on the bigger ones, they they still source out. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think what I'm seeing is, you know, you know, here in the Midwest, you know, yes, that does happen. But typically, you know, they, you know, uh, an agency can't afford the type of talent and firepower that a production company has. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times they have one or two guys yep. and they're pretty good. They're pretty nimble with, you know, the Adobe suite and they can go film some stuff. They can animate some stuff. But they're not necessarily full-on specialists. So when it comes to doing, let's say, an explainer video, you know, they might not be at the level of a high-end animator who can really bring it to life. Uh-huh. You know, their stuff might yeah. might border on the line of that sort of PowerPoint look. You know, or it right. might be, you know, it might be good enough for internal. It might be good enough for some clients, um, but it's not necessarily at the highest level. When it comes to yeah. production. Yeah, they can go out there with uh, you know a Canon C one C one hundred series or uh, you know some of the Black Magic stuff that's that's more affordable. Yeah. they can get an image, um, and it's a good image. But is it the type of image you get with a full team with a you know a gaffer yeah. and a grip and you know DP and AC and the whole deal? I don't think so. And yeah. so it's there is this content where there's kind of a line that is like, okay, am I? Am I on the left or the right side of this line? And if I need it to be polished and, you know, sort of all in pro, then I need to I need to hire out and get the team to really make this happen. But yeah. if I only need it to be good enough, then I can kind of go prosumer and I can go with a one man band and get some really great content. So there's a place for all of it, you know, for, for sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that's kind of what I'm seeing, you know, where we're at is that we're getting the calls for the things that extend beyond what that what the in-house guy can do. Right. So are you are you talking about the in-house guy at an agency or are you talking about the in-house guy at a company that makes their own videos like Evernote or something? Well, both. Ooh. Both. Yeah, Cuz right. even even a lot of the companies. So here in in Cincinnati where we podcast out of, we've got Procter and Gamble, we've got Kroger, mm-hmm. we've got uh those are probably some of the bigger brands that you know people might know and of. Some financial um, we've got, you know, yeah. yeah, Western Southern Financial and you know, they have some internal resources, but most of the time those the those internal resources are so slammed because every department is asking them for something and they mm-hmm. can't really give the time Mm-mm. to do do. But they're some also of the, doing photo and they're doing design trip. and they're doing websites. Yeah, and so they right, it gets right. you know like Brandon said they're not specialists. Yeah, they're hiring yeah. jack yeah. of all trades for sure. And I think the guys mm-hmm. that want to specialize they need the variety, so they end up going freelance and then getting hired like me, you know, by someone mm-hmm. like Brandon. Yeah, to work on creative projects. And that's the other yeah. trend too, Rollo, is that really the freelance game is out of control. Everybody yeah. and their brother starts throwing business and really they're just, you know, freelancers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I've I've seen that. I mean, we have a ton of customers who are one person bands who just go around making stuff all over the place. And what what I really love about that is that they spool up teams for specific jobs. So oh, they'll, yeah. they'll come along and they'll hire forty people for a shoot. Absolutely. And there's still it's just a freelancer. And I, I I love that because then everyone's getting involved and the quality is there. And the output is there, and they're getting paid properly as well, which is really, really good. Well, and I think at the end of the day, what happens is it really, you know, it, it increases competition and really pushes everybody to do better. And I think in the end result is better content all the way around. So, you know, mm-hmm. I love For it. Sure. You know, well, I, and, and putting that together, say they're putting together a 20-person team. Nowadays, so many people are working remotely. Say you have your director in Cincinnati. You got Brandon up here, but he wants a motion graphics guy in Brazil, and he wants a – you know, the DPs out of San Francisco, where the job's at, and et cetera, et cetera, but they all come together via a platform like Whipster, 
mm-hmm. after the video is all done and they can all, you know, get together and say, oh, well, I need the color to be a little different and this edit needs to be moved via the editor and the MoGraph needs to go here. You know, that's, that's where it's all being tied in. Yeah, I mean, one mm-hmm. of our main sound mixers that we use a lot for sound design is from Spain. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and you, we got wow. our and colorist is up in New Hampshire or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, my colorist is is uh yeah, he's in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. So it's it doesn't really matter anymore. And it's file sizes remote. are getting smaller. It's just like I can yeah. FedEx a hard drive with all the red footage and then we just both swap uh, you know, project files. Yeah. <laughs> that's easy. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So that's no, cool. That's cool. It's I mean, an, one th- one th- one thing I am seeing in these big companies is that they're um, you know, just 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 to go back for a second, is that what I like is that some of these big companies are hiring like professional documentary makers to be their in-house video producer. And and so they're they're ending up with this level of quality which hasn't happened in the past because as you say, people have ended up with these jack of all all, all mm-hmm. trades. And so I think there will be just a sec- section of companies out there that, that that are able to do high quality content internally. But I just think that it's only a specific type of company who has that sort of budget and that sort of vision to go, we're going to have like a professional filmmaking group in our company. For sure. And I, but um, I think yeah. the company cool. also needs the diversity. I mean, you see companies like Red Bull and things like that where they're filming all sorts of different really high-intensity cool projects so they can retain that staff. Mm, if you're mm. a company and all you do is make, you know, I don't know, a, a floor cleaner or something, you, you're going to retain, you know, this high-end staff for a year. But then mm-hmm. those people are going to get bored and want to move on and whatever. But if you're so, it, it's just you know being able to keep them in house. It's true. It's true. But but wouldn't wouldn't one argue that if Red Bull, the maker of a sugary drink, can yeah. can make interesting content, then the floor cleaning product can make interesting for content. sure via yeah, partnerships. Yeah. No, well, here's absolutely the, right. And here's yeah, the thing: yeah. because somewhere somewhere in the world is somebody who has an amazing story about cleaning floors. You know, that's right. True. And there, there yeah. might not be the the floors, but it might be the person. And that person yeah. may have, you know, whatever True. it might be. They have overcome something in their life, and you know, they are the greatest floor cleaner of all time. And you know, <laughs> of all time. we we all know that. Yeah. We all we have a saying at you know with Lee Frame is that everything's interesting. It's all how you frame it. And so okay. you got it. You know, that's when when you approach any story from the right lens, and you and you really tell it from a from an interesting point of view, anything can become really interesting. I True. mean, you know, there's you docu- throw on the human yeah. element. Yeah. I mean, recently I watched um, a documentary about General South chicken. Oh, it's it's awesome. on it's oh, on it's Netflix yeah. and it's amazing wow. and it's literally like this guy who was where's like General where Sowers? where's General Sal? Like where <laughs> yeah. did this come from? And he just kind of goes on this little journey and he like tries to track down like the origins of this like Chinese food dish. And yeah. it's amazingly entertaining. And it's, you know, you think about that. You know, if we were all sitting around at the house drinking bourbon and somebody said, oh, let's make a documentary about General South's chicken, somebody in the room would say, oh, that's stupid. Yeah. But it's on Netflix and it's amazing. So there you go. Yeah. It's just so, how it's I mean, framed. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. It's, it's about if you, if you can come up with a cool concept, you can make content forever that's still entertaining. I mean, if you imagine sure. about that floor, floor cleaner, right? If you imagine somehow the concept was going back through the history of all the wars that ever happened. And figuring out if the floors had been cleaned with this product during the wars, <laughs> yeah. like, like how would that have changed the war? You know? Oh my like god! Just that sort of stuff. You just go, okay, conceptually, we've now got like ten years <laughs> worth of content to make, and it's all branded documentary sort of work, right? That's, yeah, that's and, great. And so, and yeah. so, a, do- a documentary filmmaker is in, is is wanting to stay in that company for ten years because there's still heaps of great stuff to do. It just happens to be about a, a floor cleaner, true, or and it just it, happens yeah. to be about a drink. You know? Yeah, and it's if the client has the vision or if they're willing to you know go forth and and do that. That's the only thing. Mm. 
So yeah, it's, yeah. I guess we just have to keep encouraging original content and more of the storytelling right. aspect For versus sure. the talking head that just and, spits oh, out you, facts. You know, you're damn right. And yeah. and 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 what we're seeing with all of, all of our clients and all their their clients is that we're seeing a, a big movement of of clients understanding that they have got to do that. Yeah. And that they're now they're now asking for it. They, they they're not they're they're sometimes tentative about how to ask for it or how to talk about it because they don't understand it. But they're now wanting it, which is a huge movement. Mm-hmm. Well, and the cool thing that I'm excited about is, on this show, we're able to bring our listeners great resources like you guys over at Whipster, who are making mm-hmm. the whole process easier. And that's that's really what it, what it matters is that the content's getting better, the tools are getting better, the cameras are getting better. Everything is pushing to a place in history where to tell a story dynamically, beautifully, and cinematic in a cinematic way is easier than ever, and there's no excuse for any company along the way. And so that's mm-hmm. super exciting for us, and you know that's what's, that's what's so cool about this conversation, man. And, and we just we love that you guys are, you guys are having it. So uh, yeah, just too Absolutely. cool. So. Sure. One, of, one of the things uh, that we we also have, you know, maybe heard from you, maybe it was a rumor, I'm not sure, <laughs> but just maybe some of our listeners, if they're lucky enough, might have the ability to tap into this product that you have. Is this correct? This is absolutely correct. So, so what do you got we, for us? We've got a little giveaway for you guys. Um, what we'd like, like to do is we'd, we'd like to give away one uh, one team account, uh, which means that your whole team can work, work together in the cloud. Whoa. Nice. Uh, it's, worth, it's worth 500 bucks a year, Whoa. and we're going to give it to you for free. Whoa. What's, is there we're a limit on you. the number of team members? Um, I, think, I think on this one, we're, we're, we're going to go unlimited. Oh, we're just my gonna say, gosh. Wow. We're going to say, get your team in there, get your uploads going, get going with it. You yes. just, you with, just make you went better crazy. content. Yes. Yeah. Is, the, is, the, hey, is the cloud in New Zealand, is it hover over you as well? <laughs> with the cl- yeah it's just it's, 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 one ex- it. it's one external hard drive in in the south island <laughs> it's awesome. really slow oh like my god uploads it takes about two or three weeks to upload a megabyte <laughs> but well, dude that when, is when that is go- an awesome awesome giveaway Thank let me tell that. you yeah. let me let me say something to the listeners right now uh so i am the director for leap frame a small boutique digital film and motion design company. We religiously use Whipster. It is our lifeline to the client. You, I want to tell you right now, you are about to be. Your life's about to be changed. Ch- your life yeah. is going to change <laughs> if you win this giveaway. Yeah, everything changes. And what a great! I mean, wow, what yeah. a gift! And if you don't win yeah. the giveaway, you should still look into it because it's yeah, a fantastic, absolutely, yeah. You need to you need to go product. to Whipster right now and 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 sign yeah. up for this thing, try it out, and and go for it. So, yeah. but to win it, what do you got to do, Alex? Well, you got to mention three things. You got to first of all, uh, what is your what is Whipster's Twitter name? Twitter it's, account. It's it's Whipsters. So W I P S T E R S. Hence so, the community. There you go, the uh-huh. community. It's so the you Whipsters, have to mention yeah. at Whipsters. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have to mention at FDB Podcast. Correct. And you have to include the hashtag FDB Giveaway. Yeah, and you might do it something like this. Yeah. Uh, hey, just listen to the at FDB Podcast and heard the cool guys at Whipsters, yep. and I'm super stoked to potentially win the FDB Giveaway. Exactly. That would be a good way Ooh. to do it. 
Yes. And that's you nice. might win that's a purse, nice. but yeah. <laughs> we found out that there's a company called FDB selling purses. Yeah, it's but, like a fashion uh, brand. Yeah, and, and so they so overlap with our giveaway. They do sometimes. a giveaway as well, but we've embraced it. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's 50-50. You're either going to win a purse or you're going to win the future of video production. Yeah. Either way, Correct. your life's going to be Correct. changed. Yeah. So, and, we're, and we're also going to throw in our new designer T-shirt as well. Oh, so nice. So you're going wow. to have a sexy... T-shirt to wear, yes. and it's whatever size you want. You're going to grab one of them for your team, oh, man, and that perfect. person's going to be the captain. They're going to walk <laughs> walk around. Everybody's going to go, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I need to be the whipster. I love, I love it. it. Well, yeah. Rolo, man, you guys are the best. We really appreciate you joining us on mm-hmm. the show. I know you had to get up early. You guys are on the other oh, side of the planet. Mm-hmm. This has been amazing. Wait, I, I, I've had a great. Thank time. God for technology. Are you? Wow, are you have you had a good time? I've had a, I've had the best time. Awesome. Like, this is this is one of the greatest podcasts that I think I've ever heard. <laughs> awesome. Well, well I'll tell you trying. what, I, and I think you know what, I got a feeling you might be back. I think. I, think so. I, I got. I, I, I mean, feel it, I feel it in my skeleton. Nice. I feel it. Nice. Yeah. Good. Cool. It's uh, it's off the cool. shit. It's off the shack. Well, Brandon, Brandon, don't jump the shack now. <laughs> all right. Sh- I'm, I'm off. <laughs> Yeah. You just jumped the shack. I'm over the shack. I don't know it's what that bad. means. Oh my God. Well, all right. Well, man, it's been a lot of fun. We're going to let Absolutely. you uh, get on with your day. You guys got a, from what from what it sounds like, you guys got a lot of going on. You got to get to work. Yeah. We've got a lot to get done, and we're going we're gonna to do it for you. So, you know, I'm, I'm sorry it's not even done now. <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> no for, problem, for man. our listeners. Yep. Well, thanks so yep. much for yep. joining the show, and uh, we'll be in all touch. Right. We're going to post all your links on the uh, fdbpodcast.com, .com. where we're going to be able to share with everybody, and um, it's going to be great. So the, you know uh, what we should do? What's that? He's sending one of our listeners a shirt. We should send him a shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Would you yeah. rock one of the new uh, Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon shirts? Yeah, big time. Yeah, just take I'd, an I'd in, Instagram and show us what nice. you're doing. Yeah. Customs yeah. might apprehend it. They might oh, say, what is this? No. Contraband. It's too It's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll send you a shirt and a sticker that you can slap up somewhere. And yes. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah you, you can slap it on it. the side of the shed. Yeah. If that, you, uh, <laughs> yeah. If you, if you can, don't jump it. if yeah. you can <laughs> sticker bomb the shed, the shack, the shack, that'd be great. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'll get a shark to jump over the shack. Perfect. Perfect. See, we're Excellent. all on the same page. So all right. Yeah, we know what's going on. All, all right. Good. Well, cheers, Rollo. We appreciate Thanks, it, man, and we'll uh, we'll Thanks, talk guys. soon. Cheers. It's been fun. All right. All right. Later, man. Bye. Wow. That was awesome. That guy. He was fantastic. <laughs> man, was- so one of our listeners is going to get a team account. To Whipster. To Whipster. Dude, this thing's, it's fantastic. crazy. Yeah. It's almost, it's like, it's like gold. Yeah. It's like having gold in your, in your online, in your gold pocket. Gold in your online. It's amazing. I love it. It's amazing. Man. So yeah, your whole team is going to be able to coordinate and get on the same page throughout the entire project. Yeah, review, talk to your clients. I love his energy and I love what he brings to to the table. On he really has a passion on you know storytelling. Yeah, and upgrading the content that's being put out. Yeah, don't just keep putting out the same stuff. Tell a story. What's the, kind of this in in line with this, your thoughts? You know, yeah. why why just shoot a talking head? Tell a story. Love it. Amazing. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's awesome. Anyway, dude. Well. We he, we asked him all these questions. What about you, man? What have you been watching? Oh man, well, uh, finally got into Narcos. Fine, after weeks of me telling well, you to I, get into I it, I was excited about it like months ago. I know, but and you then, never did it. Yeah, but things have been crazy. It's been busy, and then you jumped in because it's always time for your Pablo. life is totally easy. Always time for you. Don't Pablo. have anything else going on. I know you're just walking around. Just literally, you got a kitten. I got a kitten. That's about it. That's about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um and really work so yeah, I finally uh, I finally watched it and wow thoughts. Well, first off, the intro is amazing. 
the the like MoGraph. Yeah, well, it's it's simple, but video, it feel, yeah. and, and it feels a lot like uh, True True Detective season one. Season one. Yep. Yeah, like the T Bone Burnett thing. Oh, um, it's brilliant. But it's it's beautiful. I love it. I love the so I love well the cast, leading guy, dude. Oh, uh, Holbrook. I said I texted you and said yeah. he's the new Brad Pitt. You disagreed. Nah, I don't think he's the new Brad Pitt. I think I, he's I think he's fantastic. sexy. Fantastic. I think he's sexy. I'm not afraid to say that. Yeah. I'm confident enough to say see, that he's sexy. Uh, did you see Gone Girl? Uh, yeah, he's I in actually there. Actually, yeah, he was the the kind of white trash thug guy in the trailer park. They robbed. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah. And the guy who plays Escobar is just phenomenal. Which I told you about a movie that you need to go see. Correct. Elite Squad, The Enemy Within. It's Which a Brazilian I film. Haven't seen yet. You need to. It's on Netflix. Uh, really, really cop drama again. Yeah. But he plays the other side of the you know the line this time. He's a sure. uh, prison warden, I guess, or a yeah, it's great security expert. So I got a funny story to tell. So I'm watching okay. Narcos. Yeah. And. My wife hasn't joined me in this Narcos journey just yet. Ah. And the other night, we're sitting on the couch. I'm turning on Narcos, and I'm on, like, episode four or five. Uh-huh. And she's like, what's this all about? So, of course, it's the episode where it opens up with the girl tied to the bed. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so she looks at me, and she's like, oh, nice content you got here. Yeah. And so here we're the she, kids. Yeah. And she's trying to, you know what I mean? And I'm like, look, it's not like this. Though. It's like, I'm like, he's a drug dealer. Like, he ties girls up in his bed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, she kind of was giving me like a little, you know, a little sass. Yeah, a little sass about it. And I'm like, look, you haven't watched the whole show. Like, don't accuse me of like. Yeah, it's important to the story. Watching Skinamax. No. Like, it's a good show. Yeah, you're watching drug dealers and murders. Sometimes (laughs) the news reporter gets tied up in bed. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. No, it's it's an integral, crucial part of the story. Absolutely. She needs to understand that. Anyways, I thought it was funny. It's a great, great series. I just finished it two days ago. What else are you watching? Have you finished it yet? No, don't give it away. Okay. Well, what else have I been watching? I watched um, a really bad movie. Yeah. Went to the theater for my wife. Be careful. We don't want to get sued. I it's, it's. I wouldn't say bad. <laughs> <laughs> Creatively, it might it be challenged. wasn't my cup of tea. <laughs> this is a review, so I'm allowed to say exactly what I think. <laughs> uh, so it was my wife's birthday. Uh, we went with her and her dad to go see... Transporter refueled, as in Jason Statham. Yeah, but they removed him from the equation. Oh no, because there's so, like 800 of those films. There's like four, but 800, three or four. Anyway, yeah. they they rebooted the entire series. They brought in this new guy uh, who was in Game of Thrones. So if you watch Game of Thrones, and there was one season where uh, Daenerys Targaryens. You know, right hand man. That name right there just turns me. It's on. awesome. So her sidekick, her assassin sidekick with the long blonde locks that just took care of all of her dirty deeds, he disappeared and got his character got replaced by another actor. That dude, the original guy, went off to film Transporter because he thought he was going to be a huge action star. Sure. Yeah, and which is, it's not going to work because Jason Statham's awesome. Well, he's the Transporter. He's a badass. Either way. So the new one, it just kind of fell flat. There were a lot of plot holes. Um, action was great. Yeah. It was shot really well. Yeah. But just eh. Speaking of action nah. movies, I got a little bone to pick. I got a bone, to, a bone pick. to pick. What do you got? I got a bone to pick with. Pick the bone. 007. Which one? I saw the news. Did you see the news article that Iris was too, quote, street for 007? Idris? Idris. You said Iris. You know what I'm talking about? Idris? Yeah, Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah. I know. They, Dude, well, he's like the most distinguished, nice gentleman ever. He's got a British accent. You know what I'm going to call out? What? I'm going to call out 007. 
007, the creators, the writers, yeah. racist. James Bond. Can I say that? You can. You, you're allowed to My say it. My personal opinion is that potentially they might be racist. I don't think they are. I think I don't know. I've dude. read and I've listened to a lot of other. He's a great. He's a great candidate. He would make a great Bond. No, and Can we not get a black Bond? It's 2015. That's not the issue. Oh come on. No, that's not the issue. Sure. I, I don't think that that's race isn't an issue. I've heard I a lot know. of like really educated Bond. I would yeah. say historians and yeah. commentators who are all white. They are all who are all privileged. Yeah, they're all British. Who all don't want black people to be Bond. No, I mean, but the guy, he, one of the guys on NPR brought up a really good point. He said, he said, none of that's an issue. You know, we should have, what's the problem with having a black Bond? What's the problem with having a disabled Bond? What's the problem with having a gay Bond? What's the problem, you know, why does Bond, Bond doesn't have to be just this white, British, or Scottish guy, you know? It's not written into the books that he's a specific whatever. Yeah. You know, you could just make it whatever you want. Sure. So who knows? Maybe they will at some so point. So why don't they? But maybe racism. He just is too what they say hood. I don't think so. But maybe they're going for something they said more street. more like uh oh, 12 years a slave. What's his name? I don't know. You know who I'm talking yes. about though. Yeah. Yes. We're going to have to Google. Somebody like that. Yeah, like but I don't know. I, I think Idris is is very well well spoken. He's I, he a brilliant was, guy. for me. The first time I really noticed him was in uh, the Big C, which was a I Showtime show, and uh, the main character gets cancer, and her whole life gets crazy. Ooh. And he he actually comes in um, as a janitor working at the school who becomes a love interest. Yeah, and he's just super cool, smooth dude. I like him. I think Idris would be great. I saw. I mean, he was great, and he's he's been more of like an action star recently. Kind of with like uh, Pacific Rim. You probably never saw it. No, robots, big robots and monsters. Not happening. Uh, Prometheus, sci-fi film. Nope. Yeah, but he's been good. Sounds really, good. Really good. I, th- I think you should do it. Anyway, get him in there. Another frustration of mine. Idris for Bond. I got another frustration. Hashtag. <laughs> I'm gonna air out all my frustrations. Go ahead. Uh, I'm frustrated that foreign films don't get the type of credit that they do here in the states. What do you mean? So my favorite director. Jean-Pierre Jeunet. Yep. Amelie. Oh, you've been waiting forever to see his Mick Max. Yeah. Uh, a very long engagement. Yep. The list goes on. I could name them all. He's brilliant. And you, Delicatessen. Brilliant. I mean, the guy's amazing. Yeah. All he makes is good films. So he creates this amazing film about a young cartographer. It's his first U.S. film, his first film in English. Yeah. In 3D. He finally had the technology to do this film. I was so excited about it. Yeah. It was in the theaters in the U.S. It released in 2013 in Europe. Like one day. It won all of these awards. Yeah. It comes to the States, 2015. It's in the theaters, literally, three days. Wow. So guess who didn't get to see it? You. Yeah, and guess who can't find it online? Me. Or me. (laughs) And so it's frustrating. Yeah. And that's my big frustration in addition to the racism of Hollywood. Well, I think that's sl- <laughs> that's slowly going away, though. I think, you know, it, which sucks for people like me and you who actually make content and want to get it seen by the larger public. I have a feeling that theaters are on their way out. Uh, I think people are going less and less. I think people are more happy to sit in their home theater. Yeah, but I I still love going to the show. Well, so do I. But what I'm saying is it's going to be easier and easier for films like that to get a, an audience via a Netflix, a sure. Vimeo Plus. You know what I want to see? Uh, whatever. What? 
I want to see a movement of boutique theaters. I don't care if the screen's that big. Mm-hmm. Give me a screen that's half the size, but with really cool films, with people who appreciate it, and and play play to the niche audience. Yeah. Be be the the theater that does nothing but foreign films. Be the theater that does nothing but yeah. the art house. Be the theater that does nothing but action. And, I think that's the win. And I'm going to throw out a huge props and a huge thumbs up and a huge thank you to a few to a couple local theaters, uh, the Esquire downtown Cincinnati and the Kenwood Theater up uh you know a little north on 71 they there. do a good job they were the only ones Great. to carry yes the Jean-Pierre film but only for three days but it was yeah. three days yeah well they had to you know everybody they've got to make room for the things that are actually going to bring in the money they got to pay the but, bills yeah so we respect them for actually taking the risk and showing those niche films and you know getting it out there but you're right we need more of that yeah where I think is the digital market's going to make a huge run at that like iTunes Netflix, all those things, you're going to be able to view it right. the day it drops overseas, drops in England, you're going to be able to view it on Netflix. Or an NZ. Or an NZ. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to start saying NZ, NZ for now. NZ, where it's at. Uh, so what else is going on, man? You been working on anything cool? Well, you just did something cool with me. Did I? Well, it's been a couple, yeah. it's been a month. No, I do. I'm, I'm excited for those to drop, the commercial spots we shot. We did some really cool things for a, a company who puts um, beautification on your ceiling. Mm-hmm. We can't say more than that. I mean, I might be allowed to say it. I just don't know. I didn't ask just, them. Yeah, don't worry about but it. But regardless, they're really fun. We yeah. just got them back from Color. Our uh, colorist, William Letois. Letois. From New Hampshire. New Hampshire. He's great. Um, I wonder if he knows we're mentioning him on the show. We've mentioned him oh, like two or three times. I'm sure he knows. Either way. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll point him out. Yeah. Hey, check it out. Anyway. Yeah, he was great. So he did, he did a great job. I Oh, uh, looks great. I just showed him to you before we walked in. Exactly. I know. Him and I were coordinating on the whole thing, bringing together your vision. How did you like the sound design? Fantastic. You know who did that? I know exactly. Adam Plyman at Sound Images. Sound Images, Cincinnati. And that's where we're at right now in Studio B. For bourbon. Matter of fact, Adam Adam has like a whole thing he's doing. With the whole soundbite thing? Yeah, it's the, it's the Sound Images soundbite. He's still doing that? Hey, Adam. Uh, what do you got? Honestly, guys, I, uh, I'm sorry. This week uh, has been insanely busy. But I do have this. I do have a nice Four Roses um, small batch in hand. It's tasty. Really tasty. And not to mention, thank you for the Four Roses hat. Four Roses, this thing is beautiful. It's going to keep my insanely short, quasi-balding head out of the sun while I'm on vacation next week. So... Peace out, and uh, yeah, so sorry about the, the no audio stuff, guys. Wow, oh, man. Well, Come at least on. you're getting the four roses in there. Ah, dude, I was so excited. He, he always has some crazy thing he's doing. Yeah, the binaural, the all that jazz. Yeah, I he's mean, talking about ADR. Yeah, it's just stuff that I can't speak to. It is nice, though, that he's sipping on four roses. Yes. In the midst of how busy he is, he still has time to sip on four roses small batch. Small batch. And because enjoy it, it. It makes everything easier. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so, uh, well, well, thanks that's for cool, that, man. Adam. Yeah. yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, we'll, definitely. We look forward to your next, yeah. you know, contribution. Uh, we've got a, we've got an FDB giveaway. We do. We've got an FDB giveaway, people right? People need to enter. It's happening, like, right now. Well. Tell them about the FDB giveaway. Well, there's two, right? Well, there's, like, every week this month. Yeah. For Bourbon Heritage Month, we're giving away – tell them what we're giving away. Well, we're giving away a hat and a tabletop kind of coffee table book 
from our friends over at Four Roses Bourbon, who are sponsoring this month uh, for Bourbon Heritage Month. So we've got three of their bourbons this month. Uh, We had Yellow Label. We had uh, this today, this week, is the Small Batch. Uh, And then for, if you want to win that hat and that calendar what is it is it a calendar it's a book no it's, it's a, book. a book it's pictures. a book it's got it's beautiful great. It's pictures got the history it's of amazing. four roses it's fantastic yeah. so they need to mention three things like always always they need to mention at fdb podcast yep they need to mention our good friends over at at four the number four roses bourbon correct and then the hashtag fdb, FDB giveaway. giveaway and so we got one right now absolutely this week we're giving it away yep to who who won it let's get in the hat do it. Drum roll, please. Here. Let me shake it up. Boom. Who won it? Our first winner. Yep. Of the book and the hat. Book which the is hat. a nice hat, by the way. It is. That's uh, actually, Adam has the hat on right now. What? Yeah, he's got. He's wearing it. And if you go to Twitter, you'll see what we're talking about. Um, and the winner, the winner is Charles Crawford. Charles at, Crawford. At Irish Rock 66. Irish Rock 66. From Waukegan, Illinois. Ooh. Congratulations, there buddy. There you go. You are the winner Chuck. of this week's FDB Four Roses giveaway. Congratulations, Chuck. Awesome. Love it. So you won a hat and a book of pictures yeah. from our friends at Four Roses Bourbon. And we would appreciate if yep. you like that giveaway, we'd love for you to go to the iTunes store. Yep. And say, you know what? These guys are pretty good. We need it. They gave me a hat. Mm-hmm. Give us a five-star rating. good content every week. And matter of fact, anyone, even if you don't win, if you like this show, if you like the content we're bringing you, if you like Whipster, if you like Four Roses Bourbon, Mm -hmm. if you like Wooden Camera. Dissolve. Should I keep talking? Dissolve. Pause this episode right now. Go to the iTunes store, which you're already on because you're listening. Yes. And just rate it. Five stars. Yeah, you don't write, even. You can write something if you want. You don't even have to pause it. You don't have to. You can do it while you you're. You can listening. open it. Open up another window. Yeah, here. Let's narrate it for you. Bing. Okay, boom. Okay, you're gonna Bing. find the five star and yep. click. Good. Five star podcast. Excellent. And then you go comment. Excellent. Hey, the guys over there at at if wait podcast. backspace 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 because you misspelled. Oh, good. they're so great. Their content's fantastic. They bring me good content every week. They give me free stuff and send. I love it. Post. That's yeah. all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Help us out. It takes 10 seconds. Help us out. Help us help We're you. at four and a half stars. I know. I think we, I calculated it out. We need like eight to 10 five-star ratings. We just want to be a five-star. We'll be po- We want to be a five-star podcast. Yeah. We feel like we're bringing you five-star content. We're giving you five-star giveaways. Today, yep. we just gave you $500 worth of Whipster. $500. $500 for you and your team. Yeah. What do you got to do to get that, Alex? You got to mention three things. Like always. Now, let's not get confused because it's not no. about Four Roses. So you could do that and win a hat and a picture book. Yeah, because we're doing that every week every in the month week of September. Because it's Bourbon Heritage Month. Special event. But for Whipster. But if you want to win that, for your entire team to have a subscription account to Whipster, to get on the same page with your project management and have a better final outcome, you need to mention at FDB Podcast, us, <laughs> that's me and you. God pass. God pass. <laughs> Cod paste. It's like a fish paste made of cod. Mention at, at FDB podcast. podcast. At Whipsters. Yep. W-I-P. What's the hashtag? S-T-E-R-S. What's the hashtag? Hashtag FDB giveaway. Because that's what we're doing is we're giving it away. And if you do that. What do you get? You're going to get 
$500 worth of a team account to mm. Whipsters. Unlimited team members. Unbelievable. That's killer. They this didn't have to do that, out of but they did. They didn't. Because they love you guys. They didn't. Actually, I'm going to be honest here. I think they were originally going to do less than that. Did I force them? No. He was like, you know what? I love these guys. Yeah. I'm up in the ante. Exactly. We're going big. Yeah. We only give you guys the best. Exactly. That's why we're, that's why we're here. So thanks, guys, for okay. listening. We really appreciate it. This has been a ton of fun. We're on mm-hmm. episode 15 now? 15. This we is just crazy. had somebody from New Zealand. Dude, we're an show. international podcast. Yes, officially. Now listen, there's some great podcasts out there. We even put out a BuzzFeed post ourselves telling you what other podcasts to listen to. Yeah. But you know what? Ultimately, you're going to continue listening to this one. Because you want to. Because we're giving you awesome stuff. I feel like this is one of those hypnosis things. <laughs> you want to listen to us. And yeah. potentially right now we're rambling because we are sipping on some of the finest bourbon in the game. From our friends four at Four Roses, Rose, the small the, batch, the Four Roses small batch. Yeah, let me it's give fantastic. you a little. Let me give you a little commercial. Go for it. Four Roses small batch, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, crafted from four select bourbons. Filmmakers drinking bourbon is brought to you by Four Roses bourbon, handcrafted, yet still tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I want some Four Roses right now. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, anyway, so thanks so much, been guys. A great episode. Thanks to our buddies at Whipster. Thanks to our buddies at Four Roses. Thanks to our friends here at Sound Images. Cincinnati. Dave is literally kicking us out of the studio. Yeah. Dave's, Dave's like, saying, I need to go it, home. Cut it, guys, cut it. you've had too much bourbon. Yeah. Cut it off. Either way. So, thanks for joining us. We will see you next week on FDD Podcast. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.